Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. NFL free agency has destroyed any prior mock drafts <laughs> anybody has done. But hey, it's all fun and well. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the Cleveland Browns' newest fan, and with me, as always, is AJ Gettleman the Goat Marchese. Look, when you can get a franchise running back second overall, you gotta do it. Today, we're gonna break down our top 10 edge rushers and start our divisional NFL draft preview with the AFC East. So let's hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving down to Nashville maybe Looking for a net or Bosa Draft Matt Gay on the first day Draft Matt Gay on the second day Just get Matt Gay on your squad Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first round upsets, or all of the above, because they all go hand in hand. My Bucky is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? And can Kentucky get back to the Final Four? No, this ain't their year. If you know the answers, or even if you don't, My Bucky is the greatest place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. <laughs> Don't like you. My bookie has been in business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business. And the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours. <laughs> Bet with the best. Then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash in. Deposit with my bookie today with promo code HEAVEN25 for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code HEAVEN25. With my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. Ah, that was a good one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I had... I wanted to stop the ad read many a times to like comment on the team. Like, can Virginia? Yeah, they can. Ty Jerome, DeAndre Hunter. Like, they're sick. I love DeAndre Hunter. The next yeah. OG, Juan Thornhill. Yeah, correct. Yeah, sorry, I forgot this is football talk. <laughs> uh, before we do dive into what we have planned, uh, Giants and the Cleveland Browns made a crazy trade. Wait, they did. They did indeed. Uh, the Browns acquired. The second or third best receiver in the NFL, Odell Beckham Jr., for the 17th, 95th overall picks, and Jabril Peppers. Yeah, Jabril, baby. Uh, Stupid move by Dave Gettleman. Why do NFL GMs value draft picks so much opposed to, like, known commodities? I don't understand. Like, we've seen a bunch of six-round picks be moved for starters this offseason. Yeah, those ones are... I would make a living off trading my six-round picks for starters. Yeah. Um, I get that you'd kind of, like, there's the curiosity of could there be more. But, come on. This is a ridiculous trade. And then it comes back to not only do NFL GMs value draft picks too much at times, um, what are the Giants going to do with 6 and 17? I don't, like, I really don't know. The the rumors were that they don't want a quarterback, but... 
them gearing up like that kind of makes it seem like maybe they do. And like, yeah. So their options are draft one this year or go real big tank and rebuild and yeah. plan for a Justin Herbert or a Tua the following year. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with those two picks or if they combine them and move up. I don't. Or if they draft for Sean Gary six and Daniel Jones seventeenth. Yeah, that could that could possibly happen. That has Dave Gettleman written all over it. Is he the I, worst GM in the NFL? He just might be. <laughs> you know what? Their draft class was good last year, though. They just didn't get a quarterback. Well, and there's a couple best. I th- I think even you can't really call it good when they passed on. I know Sam Darnold for Saquon Barkley. I know. I'm just saying, at least yeah. he can get decent football players. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but um, yeah, I guess we'll see. I kind of have a feeling they're not going to draft Kyler Murray and or Dwayne Haskins. So, yeah, uh, more on that trade under other podcasts, which will be released tomorrow, called "Resting the Starters." Uh, another big thing happened uh, recently. Uh, Kyler Murray, the Oklahoma QB, QB one, uh, had his pro day. Yeah, he did. And uh, I have a handful of notes from it. <laughs> Even though pro days aren't overly important, I feel I should read my notes because otherwise, why did I take them? <laughs> he looked good, Rob. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma QB Kyler Murray checked every box I'm reading. I know you are. At his A-plus pro day. Oh, okay. Here are the notes. Arm talent slash velocity, explosive out of hand. Definitely. Uh, I think that's the first thing that really popped out while watching the pro day is that the the ball was just flying out of his hand. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's one of the few things you can take away from the pro day is you can check out how the ball comes out of their hand and their mechanics and whatnot. I know like it's all versus air. So it's a lot of it doesn't really matter at all when we've got games upon games of tape, Yeah, but it's nice to see them go out and check every box. Um, I thought his throwing mechanics were natural, both his upper and lower. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, big check. Uh, quick release. Like we said, ball explodes out of his hand. Uh, arm angles, easy to adjust uh, and kind of throw it with different slots, which is nice. Yep. Footwork. This was my big one. Footwork, clean and crisp. Ability to hit 3-5 and 7-step drop. Not surprising. Mike Leach taught us every QB should be able to do anything under center or out of out in shotgun. Shotgun, yeah. Um, but it's nice to see he's quick and uh, clean with his feet. Uh, his ball placement and accuracy really, really, were really nice. I started yelling, and my mom asked me, what are you doing? Because you make a big completion. Um, yes, I live with my mom. Uh, soft, catchable ball, which uh, this is another thing. He was throwing a bunch of bums and uh, <laughs> giving it to them. It was nice. Where, where was Grant Calcutera? Come on. I was thinking that. I guess, like, him and, like, CeeDee Lamb, they, have, like, they can't, like, they have stuff that. to do. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, throwing the 2016 Oklahoma receivers. And, like, I think they said there's, like, one guy who's still on the team who's a redshirt freshman. <laughs> so. Okay, okay. Who's your dream uh, Oklahoma Pro Day receivers? Um, Ryan Broyles. Correct. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> Blake Bell at tight end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I remember Sam Darnold's last year. He was thrown to a quarterback. I forget who oh, yeah. it was. It was like some guy who also worked with, uh, with uh, Jordan uh, Palmer. Yeah. So, so he was running routes for Sam Darnold. That's kind of the best. The the low key best part about pro days is when there's a marquee quarterback and the guys he's throwing to is just nobodies. Who? Uh, I can't remember who it was. I can't either. It was, it was like hilarious. Utah, Utah QB he was really tall. I can't think of his name. Um. Oh yeah, Tr- uh, Wilson was it? Was it? Maybe. Trevor Wilson, is that his name? I can't remember. Anyways. Uh, uh, ability to play from pocket. Uh, DJ noted the first th- 35 or so throws were all non-moving throws. Mm-hmm. Everything just pure pocket. Uh, ability to change arm angle. I said that. Playoff platform, play on the move. He seemed confident and natural. I don't know. Yeah. I, there was not one negative to come away from his pro day, which is what you want. And some of those uh, downfield throws were just absolute wild Yeah, it was, it was an exciting and pretty pro day. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't raining, and he wasn't wearing a hat backwards like Sam Darnold, but... <laughs> Didn't get to see him run, though, either, so... Yeah, I don't care. He came in at 2.05, so we... As soon as that happened, we knew he wasn't running. Yeah, but for uh, the conspiracy theorists, why didn't he uh, do his height again? Yeah. Not worth the risk, because it would have been different. 
Probably. It would have been. That's, uh... Forget who said it, but they're like, no measurements are ever the same, like, yeah. from pro day to combine, so why risk it? He probably plays at 195, so that's why he's not running. Who cares? I don't. Yeah. He's my quarterback one. Okay. Edge rusher, position rank time. Um, this is a really interesting edge rush group. Uh, we've heard a lot about the top guys. There's a handful of guys after that who play different roles. It's kind of weird. We were talking about before the um, mm-hmm. recording. A lot of the guys uh, after like that kind of first and second tier, it's interesting. You're not totally sure what they are. They're real raw or you don't know where to play them type of guys. Uh, yeah. Which makes it an interesting group. Um, but diving into some superlatives, who's your highest floor edge rusher? I uh, kept it simple here and chose Nick Bosa from Ohio State. Yeah, I don't think there's another option. Uh, no. Even if you like one of like I know there's some talk about other guys being as good. I disagree. But uh, even then, Nick Bosa is ready to play in the NFL right now. Yep. Everything about his game um, – he is a master with his hands. Like he has some of the most elite hand use I've seen in a edge prospect. Um, and he's a leverage monster. Absolutely, yeah. Like he's gonna come in and uh, be effective immediately against the run and pass. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's not really a hole in his game at all, in my opinion. No, it's he's like he's really uh, he's really clean. Other than, I guess, injury, but whatever. Um, also, like, he's, like, maybe the only dude in the group that, like, every single snap he's at least beating his man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, when you see that, you're just like, okay, this dude, he's... I don't want to use the word safe, but, you know, he's a, he's he a is cleaner safe. guy. Um, I'm not going to say it. I, and and I, he's I, built really well. If I hear Aaron Curry's name within the week, I, I don't use that S word anymore. Oh, snap. I go off it for a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and he's also built really well. Like you got no question about his strength or no. build. Um, no, no, he's he's as clean as I think it gets in this class. Uh, high ceiling pass rusher. More interesting question. Definitely, I agree. I I went with Brian Burns yeah, from Florida I, State. I think that's the correct pick, but I would understand going maybe with one other guy in this spot. But I mean, if you said Bosa, I, I would. Oh well, yeah, I started excluding Bosa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, just the, the athleticism. That's kind of what separates it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the explosiveness, mm-hmm. his his bend around the edge, um, his length, everything. Like he just looks like a and plays like a guy who's going to be a double digit sack guy. He's got yeah. multiple pass rush moves. It's not like he's just a one trick pony with that speed rush. Although that's definitely his go to. You you know yes. you've got pieces to build around in his pass rushing game. Um, he, I'm a, I'm a huge Brian Burns fan. Yeah, I uh, I I like Brian Burns. If he can keep that weight on too, and he looks good with that weight on at the combine, yes. Yeah, at 249, opposed to like there's rumors he's like 225, <laughs> and then he still tested like a monster. Uh, yeah. I think but, when you, you when you watch him though, he doesn't look 225. Nah, that's what, I don't think so either. Like he definitely looked bigger at the combine. Yes, like, but, but he, like, well, he wasn't twenty five pounds bigger. No, like if he, he probably pounds, played at two thirty five. Yeah, ten ten to fifteen pounds, I can believe. But uh. I know as a freshman, because he was really good as a freshman, right? Um, I know he was listed at like two eighteen. Yes, he was originally. <laughs> yeah, so it's hilarious. Um, more interesting question. Sure. Value pick. I I went back to a guy that I liked in the summer a lot. And oh, okay. he, uh, oh he I slipped, know who it's going to be. You know who it's going to be. He slipped down a bit, uh, and his name's just not being said too much. Uh, Joe Jackson from Miami. That's who you thought it was going to be, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's your guy. Yeah. Uh, didn't I moved him from where I had him. I, I thought with a big year he could have snuck into the late first round. Obviously didn't have that type of season, didn't elevate him that way. But he's still a really good player. Uh, he came in big at the combine too. Yeah, six four two seventy five. Yes, exactly. That's kind of interesting. He's he's a strong dude. Like I think I like he to see plays, him get, he, He's got a motor and he can play the run. Yeah, very very yeah for sure. And like always, really nice angles. Like he's he never lets dudes get a full shot at him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the run game, at least. Um, he's strong. Yeah. Like I said, 
I need. I want to see him get lower. I'm not like taking him the first two days of the draft, but no, he's a day three guy who's got some traits to build around, though. Yeah, for sure. And like that's coming at that size is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with two more known uh, picks. I, I, I struggled to decide between them. Um, guys who I think can be high end edge rushers in this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama's Christian Miller. Okay. And Michigan's Chase Winovich. Okay. I couldn't decide because they're two of my favorites. Um, Second round guys for you, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that they will go there, but they're day two guys for sure. Okay, yeah, I'm just asking where you where you like. I have them both in the second round. They're they're both really tight for me. Yeah, yeah, I have like uh, a little group we'll get there. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. With with Christian Miller, I really wish he could have done everything at the combine because I think he would have tested really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a lot of athleticism to build on. He's got bend. He uses his hands well. He's uh, a guy who just, there isn't, he, he battled injuries at Alabama for, like, pretty much his whole career until this year. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I'm interested to see what the medicals are like on him. Um, but I think he has all, everything you look for in a starting edge. And Chase Winovich is just the, every NFL team's going to be in love with him. <laughs> yeah, Both for sure. personality and on-field. He's got one of the best motors in the class. He has really strong, heavy hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tested way better than I think anybody expected. Yeah, uh, four five nine forty, which I mean forty is overrated, but still the and three the more, cone and the three cone of six nine four, which is yeah. really impressive. Yeah, that's the jumps weren't great, but that's okay. I'm less concerned because it's not like he's winning with absolute explosion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And knowing he he's got that type of three cone ability. And it, it does show up the more you want, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The way he, also, he can he get around the corner. one of my favorite rip moves in the draft. Uh, yeah, but I think both those guys can come in, maybe not be day one starters, but actually, honestly, I would not be surprised if Chase Winovich came in and was a day one starter. Me either. Uh, I think Christian Miller can find a role as like a chess piece early in his career before becoming a full-time starter, but I do think in the end both are going to be high-end guys. Fun, fun thing with Christian Miller, too, is the length, like the 35-inch arms on him. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was like his big plus at the combine, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your sleeper? I, I didn't want to do it, Rob. Don't fucking he, touch my guy. I know he's yours. I know he's yours, but You're I like him, dick. too. Look, I don't know who else to pick. Go ahead and say his name, Rob. I'll let you Max have Crosby. It. I discovered Max Crosby. And he uh, he liked a couple of your tweets. I like him, man. He's interesting. Uh, yeah, six five two fifty five. One of the best, most athletic guys at the combine in the edge group. Yep. Um, he is violent. He's explosive. His motor runs hot. Yep. Uh, I love the pieces with him. He's exactly like it's it's yeah. It's definitely not the full picture yet, but. The snippets are nice. Like he's like he like you said, the violet goes kind of like a bull of a china shop type of dude. Mm-hmm. Like I like to see him get under more control. Yeah, which NFL balanced. coaching should help. Definitely, I like you see all the traits there with with Max Crosby, and I think the coaching is going to help because like he's the athleticism there. He's so quick and he's a slippery quick. Like he's gonna. I think like I would take him in the third round. I have a fourth round grade on him, but he's in my top one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like he's gonna go in the fourth round, I think, yeah. and a team's gonna be really happy with him. I think like he's worth the type of like his traits are worth a risk to overdraft him, quote unquote overdraft. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think like he he, he plays a little high, but he's strong. Like the leverage kind of I think gets knocked off a bit. Like, but that's coachable stuff, I think. Right? So, mm-hmm. so he's in a four point stance a lot. That's true, <laughs> and he he lines up so wide. For, for yeah, I love it. But, uh, yeah, so I think, like, a lot of the stuff with him that maybe holds you back is things that the NFL can correct over a period of time. Exactly. Which makes him a great sleeper, I think. Yeah, like a developmental starter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who's your wild card? I went with Rashawn Gary. I don't think there's another option. I mean, there might be other options, but Gary's the clear option. Like, I don't Um, even, but is there even another option? Like, maybe, okay, Jalen Ferguson, I think, could be the option. Ferguson's, Sweat's a bit of a wild card, but, like, we know where he's going to end up now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Polite's a wild card now, but, I mean. Yeah. But, yeah, with Rashawn Gary, it's, there's this top ten hype, but he's not that guy on tape. But he's such a freaky athlete that I bet, like, a team's going to talk themselves into him early because of what he could be and not what he is. Pretty much. And, like, I'm not even sure where he's going to play. Me, that, me neither. You're going to love my pro comparison for him, though. 
I think, but like, as much as that hurts him, he he also like is super versatile. I think I the, think he can stick him anywhere on the see, front. I think the problem is a team is gonna a, a a team's gonna talk themselves into him too early, and a team that does that's not gonna, gonna f- understand how to use him. Yeah. Versus, let's say, not that this would happen. Let's say he went to a team like New England, who understands the value of a guy who he might not be the best edge rusher in the league. But mm-hmm. he can play all over that defensive line. We're going to use him as a chess piece, like how they did, for example, with Trey Flowers. Or like Willie McGinnis. Like every, there's always been a guy in the New England Patriots era yeah. on that defense who is a chess piece. Like um, I'm, I, I, like it, T- Teddy Bruschi was a defensive end in college. Like a smart team who understands how to use a guy can, is going to get the most out of Sean Gary. My worry is he's going to go somewhere that doesn't understand what he is and they're just going to waste a draft pick. Yeah, it's kind of what and, I expected. And, and I hope for him he doesn't go to a team like that. Me too. Uh, who's your best bet? Went back to Nick Bosa here. Uh, not much else to say. He is one of the five cleanest prospects in this draft. One of the two best, I would not hesitate to say. Nope, me either. Uh, okay, jumping into our top ten here. Counting down. Uh, who you got at ten? You uh, you mentioned him. I have Jalen Ferguson here from Louisiana Tech. Okay. Oh, by the way, just to clear this up before we get into it, uh, Texas Christian's LJ Collier was in AJ's interior defensive line group. Yes. He will be in my edge rusher group. Uh, Amena Hugh was in my interior too. And so, yeah, he was in mine too. Okay, just to make just for the listeners, uh, Ferguson, he's he's kind of weird, man. Was um, he in your top ten? Just quickly. No, uh, that's what that's what made me realize he's eleven for me. Okay, and I have Collier. Okay, uh, where do you like him in the draft? Where would you Ferguson? I see. I I have him as a top one hundred player. I think he is a, a mid to late third round guy for me. I have him in the same spot. I have him in the third round. There's a lot to like with with Ferguson, but he's not the player that he was billed as for I a think, little bit there. I think that's the issue. Like it's like he's not a bad football player, but no. when the the big media heads are like talking about like top fifteen or first round even. It's like yeah. everybody who isn't part of that big media group goes so far the other way. It's like Jalen Ferguson must not be good, but he is good. He's good, and like a third round player is a good football player, and like that's a, yeah, it's a starter. <laughs> yeah, like you throw in the LSU and Mississippi State games, SEC competition. Obviously, he's a good player, but not a great player. And like, yeah, I know he broke the sack record, but it's not like he would have done that at a Power Five school. But still, anyways, um, there's a lot to like, man. Like he's. He's pretty big. He moves well. He's quick. Um, yeah, I like his length. I like his hands. Yeah, he's he's a strong dude. The motor's I, just okay to me. I, I I think he he I came away thinking he was a better run defender than I was expecting. I yeah he I I think he needs to have more of an impact in the run game though. I think he sets the edge pretty well and consistently. Maybe and doesn't always come away with the play. But yeah, that's fair. Um, He's pretty raw. Like, there's a couple of moves. The, the rip's pretty solid, but he needs. Yeah, he doesn't have. He doesn't have a big repertoire. No, but the rips. It's a nice rip move. He goes through it a lot. Um, he's got pieces to build around. Yeah, definitely. Like, kind of high. Um, when he stays low, he, he gets the leverage. Like, he's he's a good football player, and he, there's a lot to build on. But uh, I got a Preston Smith comp on him, and that man just cashed in. So that's true. And I like Preston Smith. So uh, ten for me is Chase Winovich of Michigan. Okay. Um, he is 66 on my board. All right. Uh, Chris Long's the pro comp. I talked about <laughs> him already, but the motor runs hot. The ha- hands are really strong. Um, he's more athletic than you expect. He's going to always give a shit against the run. Yeah. Uh, I think he can develop into a very strong run defender. Um, yeah. And I, I think he's like, like I said, I think he can be a plug-and-play edge um, for most defenses. There's not a lot not to like with Chase Winovich. Yeah, see, the the floor is high. Maybe the ceiling's not nearly as high as some of these other guys, but you know yeah. what you're getting. Exactly. Um, uh, like we touched on the, the three-cone. You see it on tape. He's quick. Uh, he bends pretty well. Like you said, the motor is just killer, man. Like He, he never gives up on any plays. Uh, he's strong enough. You don't have to worry about that. Hands also, are good, like you said. Sorry? Also going to be great in the locker room. Yeah, and the, the football IQ seems great. Yeah. Uh, who you got at nine? Nine, I have Christian Miller. Okay. Eighth is one. Eighth is Winovich for me. Uh, Miller and Winovich are very tight. The, I have Miller in the mid to late second. I have Winovich as a mid second round guy. Uh, we talked about Miller quite a bit already. 
he's interesting, man. Like, and he's also like, other than the medical, he's he's pretty well rounded. I think. Yeah, uh, um, I I'm a big Christian Miller fan. Um, like I said, he's got the explosiveness. Mm-hmm. And he uses his hands and his yeah. arm length well. I he's got the bend you look for. I think he's got a yep. big motor. Um, I think he can afford to get stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe work a couple other moves into his pass rush repertoire. Yeah, for sure. The other thing with him is he's kind of a bit of a hybrid. Like, you'll see him do other things. Like, he's not just a pure edge rusher. Yeah. So you've got that in your back pocket with him. Um, like, he is a guy, I think, like, you, you three, four. Yeah, for sure. Stand up outside. Uh, and, like, you're not afraid to ask him to do other things than just pass rush. Nope, for sure. And if you play him in the dirt, the leverage is really nice. He, like you said, comes off the ball well. He's explosive. Him and Winovich are both pretty just like you're getting them in the second round or later, and you're just going to – like they're going to be really solid players for you. Yeah, that's my takeaway as well. Uh, nine for me is where I have LJ Collier from TCU, who is a so, str- strange guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, weird build, 6'2", 283. Um, didn't test very well at the combine. No, not at all. But then, like, you go back to the tape, and it's like, it doesn't really bother me. No, I mean, and it's not like he looks unathletic. Exactly. Uh, you talked about it with the interior D line app. Like, he can play inside and outside, which obviously I, is a big bonus. I think that's where he's going to end up being used is um, on the edge on first and second down and kicking inside on third. That's probably the best way to use him. Yeah, I, yeah, they might fuck up, but I think that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how he should be used. Yeah, uh, yeah he so Winovich is sixty six on my board. Collier sixty fifth. Um, I got a Jabal Sheard comp. Like, I think he's just going to be a really steady starter. You can move around. His leverage is awesome. He plays yep. with a lot of power. He's got a big motor. Um, he can defend the run well. He's just not the most athletic guy. Uh, but, I, I don't know, everything, he has all the tools to kind of play along that D-line and be a versatile chess piece. For sure. And, I mean, at least he didn't come in light and then test poorly. Yeah, exactly. Like, he is the thickest, stockiest of this edge group here. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I have him in the same range, if you listen to two weeks ago. I have him, like, a late second round dude. And I think he's, you're going to like what you get in DJ Collier. Um, DJ, well, LJ Collier. Yeah, I hope he's a New England Patriot. That'd be a nice uh, who you got at eight? You said Winovich. Winovich, yeah, my boy. I love Chase Winovich. And that's, so much fun. And I have Christian Miller at eight. Okay. Yeah, uh, Miller sixty third on my board. The comp I struggle with is, is kind of high end comp. Uh, T.J. Watt. Just because of the the the, like the, the versatility, the yeah. length, the athleticism. I get it in the same role. Yeah, like I think that's a perfect role. Pittsburgh, please draft him. Um, <laughs> But, they yeah. Won't. And, again, the medicals are going to be really important to see where he goes. Like, we saw a guy like Josh Sweat, who we both thought was a day two guy last year, fall to the fifth round because of the medicals. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, okay, who do you have at seven? Uh, seventh for me is Rashawn Gary. Finish your drink. I got Rashawn <laughs> Gary at seven as well. Yeah, we I mean, we talked a lot about him already. Uh, you don't know where to play him. I was, I was going to say that I think I like him more than other people, but – He's going to go in the top 10, so I don't. <laughs> Do you think he will go in the top 10? I don't know. He's going to be a first-round pick. I think that, too, even though I wouldn't do it. Um, like, if... if so I'm in the 25 to 40 range. I have him 33rd on my board. So, like, okay. just outside looking in. Yeah. And to and the I mean, right, I, right team, I'm okay with it. But, like, if yeah. he goes top 10, that seems just, like, bust written all over it. Or even if he pans yeah. out, I don't think he's going to be this all-pro... It's just guy. no, for sure. Like he needs to be more consistent, play to play, game to game. His production, his effort, everything. Yeah, he'll make he'll make a crazy splash play, and then he'll disappear for twenty minutes. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we know he's a freak athlete. Uh, he's strong. I don't. He gets stuck a lot on blocks. Like he said, he just disappears. Sometimes he's great, and sometimes he's mediocre at best. Yeah, he needs to learn. To, like. I don't know. It's it's weird because he does, does he need to learn more pass rush moves? Because sometimes he looks great and then yeah, and then he'll disappear and he can't get off Rutgers' right tackle. Hey, please respect Tariq Cole. Um, 
it's like, and the funny thing is, like, what's the excuse for him? What's the excuse? Like, he, he went to a big-time program. He has a great defensive coordinator. Like, there, there's no, and he's all the athleticism in the world. There's no excuse for why he didn't produce. Yeah. And, and it's like, like, when you have other similar dudes, you can make, like, you know what, like, okay, they misused him or whatever, blah, blah, blah but it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. What are we going to say? Sorry. I just, yeah, I, I like, Chase it shouldn't be the one making all the plays. <laughs> he is. Um, yeah, Gary's Gary needs to play inside, outside, all over the place to get the most out of him. Yeah. Um, he, like I said, 33rd on my board. The comp is my favorite thing I've done in my entire life. The comp is Adelius Thomas. Whoa. <laughs> you know Former Ravens and Patriots do everything, man. Yeah, that's I like that. Yeah, so... I forgot about Adelius. Yeah, Adelius Thomas I was, was really Adelius good. Adelius Thomas was like one of my early... like I'm a Steelers fan, but he was on the Ravens. Early, like, I don't care. This guy is sweet. He, he's so, like, underrated right now. Yes. Anyways. Just absolute versatility. Adelius Thomas played everything from edge to interior defensive line to off ball. Yep. He played safety. Yes, he played safety. Um, <laughs> Adelius Thomas was like just this absolute chess piece. Then he went to New England. And like, I think at Rashawn Gary's absolute height, he can be this chess piece that plays all over the place and that gets you the, you the most out of him. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, almost almost the same size. Well, not almost the same size, but 6'2, 270, not too far off either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bigger yeah. dude. Uh, oh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> who you got at six? Uh, number six for me is the man who blew up the combine. One of them, at least. Montez Sweat, Mississippi State. We're not finishing our drinks? No. Close. Yep. But Close. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> um, I have him in the first round, the 20 to 32 range. I mean, he's so interesting, too, man. Like, he's good, but, like,. He's going to go top 10 and he shouldn't. Yeah. Like, the athleticism, like, it, he it didn't look that great. Sorry, it didn't look as good as he tested on tape, but it was still really good. Like, he's the all, speed shows up. I, Sorry. I, something I like about him is, like, he's this athletic dude, but he's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he's got a really nice bull rush, and that might be his best. Move, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Which, I mean, he needs to get more moves. He gets stuck uh, sometimes. He also um, doesn't have great bend. No, I mean, no, he doesn't. He plays with some shitty leverage sometimes. But he uses the length well, occasionally at least. I'm a, I'm a Montez Sweat fan. I think not nearly a finished product. Not a top yeah. 10 guy, but um, uh, like the, the athleticism, the length. He's gained 20 pounds yeah. and still been a freak athlete. Um, I love his motor. I think he's a strong run defender. I think he's powerful. I yeah. like it's a good football player. Like yeah. I think he's a first round pick in any mm-hmm. draft. Um, that he's going to go higher than he maybe should, but uh, the expectations are going to be high. Which is like I think you, you, you need to give him time. You can't expect him to come in and be a dominant mm-hmm. pass rusher right off the bat. Uh, six for me is Colin Farrell from Clemson. Nineteenth uh, on my board, pro comp Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, <laughs> explosive. Heavy hands, plays with great leverage. Again, doesn't have any bend. No. Big motor. Plays the run really well. I think that's kind of like the X factor with him. He's kind of the forgotten one of this top edge group who's not mentioned all that much. Yeah. Um, but I think he's, he's he should be a first-round pick at least. Um, uh, yep. And he's going to defend the run really well. I don't think he's going to be a consistent double-digit sack guy. I just don't think there's enough there with his bend. Um or overall pass rush moves. He does have a tendency to sometimes disappear in the pass rush game. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you, he's. I think he's going to be a really good run defender. I, I I think I'm a little lower on him as a run defender than you are. I, I'm not thinking he's, he's going to be bad. I have him in the 15 to 25 range, like same dead on. Um, Is he your fifth? Uh, no, he's my fourth. Oh. Yeah. Who's your fifth? Chikai Polite. Eh? Ooh, bad take. Where do you have him? 12th there? I'm kidding. He's my fourth. I know. Um, we'll talk about Paul in a sec. We shouldn't have even said his name because it's it's too much to talk about. Uh, like, Farrell, I think you know what you're going to get in him. Like, he's a good football player. Like you said, he's stiff. Like, I don't think he's going to have – like you said, double-digit consistently, no sacks. Like, I see him in, like, the eight, being an eight-sack guy. 
Yeah, being good eight to twelve. Player. Every, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And just a good player. Like he can be electric. Like I think they'll be with him. It'll like he's always going to be solid, and he'll have a game here or there where he takes over. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he's a good football player, and he's worth the first round pick. He just doesn't excite you, which is kind of sucky. You know what I mean? Like, on our part, not his part. Yeah. Um, uh, who you got at five? Is, that's where I have Ja'Kai Polite. All right, t- talk me through him. I don't know. Can I? <laughs> he's like, so... He's one of my favorite players, I'm not going to lie. I know. I know he is. Don't worry. So he went to the to Indy and apparently shit the bed. Uh, what did he run? 484 and then said he had that hamstring issue. Um, he looks faster than that on tape. Yeah, he I does. Mean, he's explosive on tape. Hopefully, he, I, that, that would have sound bad. Hopefully he actually was injured, but I guess. Not seriously, but hopefully he wasn't, you know. Doesn't affect my tape grade. No, it doesn't. Um, he's so quick. He's so slippery. Um, the get-off is amazing. The, the speed is deadly. He bends so nice. He's everything you look for in a more twitchy first-round pass rusher. Um, now, like, the the, 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 the the other issues, like, does he take plays off? You can kind of see it on tape a little bit. I don't really get the motor thing. I don't see it. I There's a handful of times where he'll force a run way out on the edge because of his motor. It's like it comes and goes, though. I, I it, like it's not like it's not what people are saying. Like, he, like oh, I've this seen, I saw him chase down and running back forty yards downfield. Mm-hmm. He's got, yeah, he's, it, to me, he's got a better motor than a lot of these edge rushers. But for me, there's other plays where like the running back just gets outside of him and he kind of lets someone else take care of it, which it's fine. But like, I, I like to see my dudes go and finish. You know what I mean? They they want to make the play every single play. Um, I still have him as a first-round guy in the 20 to 32 range. Also, like, how do we believe everything we hear out of Indy, right? See, that, that's my thing. I'm not going to let no that stuff affect where I have him because I'm not the one dealing with that, you know what I mean? Which I no. get why an NFL team who's dealt with it would affect. But, like, I, yeah. it's not my experience. I can't let someone else's experience affect how I see a player. Yep, for sure. I, like, I think he's a first-round player on tape and uh, my fifth best edge player. Uh. Five for me is Montez Sweat, seventeenth on my board. Comp Zigianza, <clears throat> raw, powerful, length, explosive. Yeah, maybe not the best bend in the world, but the tools are there to be a good football player. Um, for sure, I think he's gonna be a big pressure guy. Not a, not and necessarily like just, rack up a ton of sacks. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but yeah, I, I I wouldn't take him top ten, but I would be comfortable in that in the teens. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't disagree. And he's your fourth guy, or sorry, Farrell's your fourth guy. Yeah, Cleveland Farrell's number four for me. Yeah, top one. Yeah, mine's Polite. The thing with Polite is he's on tape this explosive speed rusher, mm-hmm. uh, but he also plays with great leverage. He's great bend. He he yep. has passers moves. I think the biggest thing, like he's got this long arm move that I'm obsessed with. It's maybe <laughs> my favorite thing in the draft. Um, I again, I would pound the table for him on the on tape, but I get why they're like he might slide into the second round potentially, or at least into the twenty to thirty two range in the first round. Um, yeah. But like, like he's fourteenth on my board, and my comp for him is Melvin Ingram, who's one of my favorite players in the league. I love Melvin Ingram. Yeah. Too. So. Um, I can see a team that uh, that has a sh- like that that's used not used to. What, how, what, how am I trying to say this? Team that like takes risks, quote unquote, on um, character stuff. Take them in the first round. You know what I mean? Yeah. Teams that like the, are secure in their program and their locker room. Uh, and I, I'm like I'm saying this based off what other people are reporting. Like I don't know Jakai obviously. So I mean I, I'm just saying I, I I can see him still get into the first round and I mean we in our mock draft last week we still had him go to the Rams so mm-hmm. uh, who you got at three number three for me is Josh Allen mine too finish your drink um I don't know where do you want to start with Josh Allen would you take him no second overall <laughs> no me neither uh, Josh Allen is like I I like him but he's not a top ten player for me he's eleventh on my board. I w- he's more in the 15 to 25 range. I-, I mean, I don't know. He's using coverage a lot, which I'd... He's good just at let it. Him g- 
He's pretty good, yeah. I mean, just go go let him get after the quarterback, though. Um, 6'5", 262, explosive yeah. off the line. Uh, yeah. He's got bend. Um, I love his motor. He's an energizer on the field. For sure. Uh, like, every snap is just like... Uh, like, he's an animal type of guy. Yeah, like, there was speed rush moves that he d- can dominate with. Um, he's still learning, like... Even though he's a mm-hmm. retro senior, just sorry, he's just a regular senior. Even though he's a senior, he is raw. Like yep. his jump from his junior to his senior year as a pass rusher has been incredible. I, before the season, I thought he should have been an off-ball linebacker, and then like he put this pass rushing season together. Went from like what eight to seventeen and a half sacks, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm a fan. Uh, like I said, eleventh on my board. Danielle Hunter's my comp. I think the tools are there. You get him in the right system with the right coaching, you can get a double-digit sack guy out of him. I think that's fair. I, I just don't see the that top ten. He's no, he's not that. I'm taking him two over Brian Burns. Instant <laughs> yeah. impact, double. Like I think with him, development's gonna be really key to him unlocking being a Daniel Hunter type. Yeah. Uh, who did like need that in the NFL with like Coach Zim? But uh, I, I, but he, I, I think taking him in the teens, I, I would, and if I need a pass rusher, like. He's yep. got so much more upside than a Montez Sweat or a Colin Farrell. Yeah, and I, he just seems like the dude that can unlock his potential. Because, like, effort's not an issue. The motor's running all the time. Great right? for your locker room, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're taking it, like, it's so easy to take chances on dudes that, are, like, are pretty athletic and put up numbers. And, like, like it's not quite all there. And you know he's a really good dude. Like, that's just, yeah. You know like, I, mean? I would say in this group. Him and Winovich are going to be the best dudes in your locker room. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Uh, and then two for you is Brian Burns as well. Yeah, he is. Um, again, we talked about him at the top. The added weight and still being that explosive. He's freaky. He's got this freaky bend. He's yeah. this long, like, alien. Double-digit <laughs> sack potential. I think even early in his career, if you just use him as a situational pass rusher, you're going to get a lot of production from him in that role. Yeah, I mean, uh, go ahead, sorry. Like, his ability to just bend and dip, his flexibility through his body, like, yeah. he's got the ankle flexibility, his get-off, like, he's going to beat tackles clean uh, every once in a while. It's just, oh, yeah. And he's got a spin move that I'm in love with. Um, like, he's fifth on my board. I would take this guy top five. He's a top fifteen dude for me, and like uh, I take him top ten. Um, he's just a, like you, like you say, so he's just a super athletic, like he's electric on the field. Yes, um, he's so slippery too. Like you said, the bend is great. He's a long dude. He probably makes the most splash plays in this group. Yeah, because like there's times like where the tackle tries to take one step to like like on a backside run, and he's just making the the tackle in the backfield, mm-hmm. going the opposite direction. Um, I think he's gonna struggle with power a little bit. But the yep. added weight, we didn't see him at 250, probably, at Florida State. Mm-hmm. Um, but the athleticism lets him get off the block. So, like, he's not going to be the greatest run defender right off the bat, at least. Um, I think he's going to struggle there at the start. But um, And, like, he, he needs to stay better at staying low, I think, when he's not pass rushing, too. Anyways. Yeah. Something that was really fun for me with him is, like, he's not he doesn't shy away from working back to the inside when he's pass rushing. No, which is nice. And the, yeah, and the fun thing with him is, like, he just makes himself so small like a running back does and, like, slippery, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's – I don't even know how to describe – No, me either. I don't That's know how I call he does him an alien. It. Yeah, I don't he know just, how he He's a it. naturally gifted pass rusher. It's not a hard yeah. thing for him. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, like, like it's not like the splits are weird in the, the line either. He just finds the smallest little hole and he's working towards the quarterback. You ready for my comp? Sure. Javon Curse. <laughs> the freak. Yeah. So we got the freak and Brian Burns is the alien. <laughs> and then number one's Nick Bosa of Ohio State. Do you have him over Quinan? Yeah, he's my number one player on my board right now. He's number two for me. It's like so tough for me to split them, but right now it's Nick Bosa. I switch them every other day. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick with Quinan uh, at number one. Um, I mean, we, we, we said everything there's to say about Nick Bosa. He is... Yeah. Uh, and the reason him and Quinn are one and two on our boards are be- like not only do they have this all pro potential, but they're also th- probably the two on field cleanest players in the draft. Yeah, I mean like uh, Bosa, like 
Like, what doesn't he do well? Like, really? Exactly. What doesn't he do You're well? You're going to get a guy who can be an elite run defender and double-digit sack yep. guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, number one on my board. I'm going with the Jared Allen pro comp today. Sometimes, <laughs> today. sometimes it's Joey Bosa. Sometimes it's Jared Allen. Sometimes it's Demarcus Lawrence, you know? Uh, the, the, the Allen one is fun because of off the field. Yeah, they're both crazy. And Jared Allen's the, the, one of my all-time favorite players. So A little bit of cowboy in them. I also do think there is some differences in Nick and Joey Bosa's game. Like, Joey was more... Nick Bosa's more leverage power. Joey mm-hmm. Bosa was more of a sack artist. Yep, I uh, for sure. For sure. Like, there are a lot of similarities, but that is something that is a, uh, a fairly big difference. I'm trying to look for something to say about Bosa that we haven't, but, like... Yeah, I don't know, like... It, He's not the bendiest guy in the draft. No, but it's but fine. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what's not fine, AJ? Spending all March not betting on March Madness. Tisk, tisk, tisk. When all your friends are hanging out, drinking Bud Light and Guinness combined, <laughs> and watching college basketball. Maybe they're watching TCU Oklahoma State, as Oklahoma State thunderously comes back. Uh, oh, well, they could be betting on these games and preparing for March Madness, the NCAA tournament, with my bookie. You go to mybookie.com, and guess what? You can bet on all the action there. You believe Zion Williamson is uh, not going to be good? That's bold. But bet against Duke. Do you believe in slow-paced Virginia basketball? Me too. Bet on Virginia. <laughs> Are you dumb and think Kentucky's going to be in the Final Four? <laughs> sure, go ahead and bet on them. But either way, do it at MyBookie. Uh, deposit with MyBookie today using the promo code HEAVEN25 for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code HEAVEN25. With MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Can I, can I say one more thing about that? Yes. Conferences tournaments are underrated. They're great. You can bet on those. They're fun to watch. March Madness gets March Madness. I, I throw them in. They should be included in March Madness. I wish we had a college basketball podcast. <laughs> yeah. But we like only do it during conference tournaments and March Madness. <laughs> I live for them. Uh, like, right right now, TCU up only four with just over two minutes to go. They're, they're up big. They're, yeah, they're collapsing. It's great. Hey, guess what, Rob? It's, it's time for the worst thing we do all year. The, our NFL, yeah, we can, we can power through this. This episode's already running a little longer than I was hoping. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, I hate my mocks. They're always bad. Mine are all good. good. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so, yeah, the East. NFL Draft Division preview. We're starting with AFC East. We're going to go team by team. Uh, do a quick little first, second, and third round mock for each team. And then uh, I'll tell you who the experts are saying the team will take in the first round. Yeah, and the Patriots have 15 picks in the first three rounds. Yeah, that's, so, it's so really I nice. always get so happy when the team has, like, one pick. I know. When I was doing the Jets, I'm like, oh, no second. Yeah, but then they nice. snuck in with that yeah, New Orleans pick. Yeah, you get the Patriots. Oh, sick. I've got to make five picks. I'm going to put <laughs> 45 minutes in each one because I overthink everything. I know. It doesn't know. actually matter. Okay, starting with the Buffalo Bills, who pick 9th, 40th, and 74th. Hit me with your, your first, second, third. So these are our, our ideal scenarios, sure, okay? if you want. Because next week when I have a different team picking and I want to get Oliver again, it's going to suck. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna not repick dudes. This that, year. Uh, hey, I didn't last year. I know I did. I'm sure. Okay, number nine, the Buffalo Bills. They are signing wide receivers. Sure, John Brown, Cole Beasley. Hey, but they can go get the best receiver in the draft. DK Metcalf, Ole Miss. Uh, stretch that field. Be a freaky wide receiver one. Do everything you, can, you you want them to. They need it. They just need playmakers on offense. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Are we going back and forth or are we doing No, let's just go through all three so we can like kind of hey. get the vibe of your mock. Number two, I stretched this one a bit. He's going a lot higher, but I like the fit kind of. Rashawn Gary, Michigan. He's <laughs> going higher, but uh, this is probably where he This is going. what you did last year, too. You kept making good people go way later than they should. Yeah, yeah, but I can't pick him again, so don't worry. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, the Bills need – like they're not desperate on the defensive line, but um, obviously McDermott knows what he's doing with defense. I think Gary could be a cool fit there. Uh, edge on the on the first two downs, kick inside. Let Star get off the field because he's trash. <laughs> Not wrong. They could use him well. I think that'd be a fun fit for Gary. And um, in the third round, 
go continue to help protect Josh Allen. I know they signed Mitch Morris, but get him a guard. Drew Samia, Oklahoma. There you go. Uh, good work. I'm sure it'll happen. It won't. For me, I went ninth. They take out Oliver because Sean McDermott's gonna be in love with him. And I also love the idea of sticking out Oliver inside with uh, beside lazy star and uh, <laughs> letting Ed get after the passer. Uh, 40th, I know they just signed Frank Gore. They have the three oldest running backs in the league. That's stupid. Get yourself someone to help take pressure off Josh Allen. Uh, Memphis running back Darrell Henderson. He's going to be you cut LaShawn McCoy. Frank Gore and Chris Ivory can be your like pounders if you want. But Darrell yeah. Henderson's your explosive runner. You can add some pass catching. I'd be drafting a running back too just later. Yeah, fair. Uh, and then third round, Get another guy who he might not be there. But if he is, Chase Winovich from Michigan. <laughs> just shore up that defensive line. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it also seems like a guy McDermott was, is going to be in love with. The Bills are doing a good job in free agency. I'll say that. Which made yeah. this tougher than I was expecting. Yeah, me too. Because I'm like, there's holes, but like they're signing the right spots. The, so yeah, they're like, signing the right spots and to not stupid contracts. I, I kind of yeah. like, Bills fans should be excited about Sean McDermott and uh, Bean. And Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, the experts say ninth overall. DJ says DK Metcalf. Matt Miller says Jawan Taylor. Mel Kuyper says DK Metcalf. Hey, I'm um, two of those three people. Yeah. Oof. Uh, okay, Miami Dolphins who pick 13th, 48th, and 78th. Hey, uh, if, <laughs> go get Kyler Murray. <laughs> first, the first round. Fuck you. If You did not mock him 13th. You want me to do a trade? Fine. They trade all their picks. Thank for you. For See, now you don't have to make the other picks. That's the smart move. That's the lazy man move. Dude, I want to trade out with the Jets when, like, I don't have time and there's going to be too many picks. Yeah, okay. And I don't yeah, want to think about okay. It. Kyler Murray, 13th. Yeah, uh, hypothetically, you know what would be a cool fit if they didn't trade number 48? Charles Amenehue. That'd be fun. Yeah, and third he's round, not going to be there either. Stop doing this. Yeah, I, there's a chance. That's not outrageous for Amenehue to be at 48. I, I don't know. Hey, another guy that won't be there in the third round. I don't know how people see him. Go get an anchor at the middle of your offensive line, Eric McCoy. Because he's not going to be there either. Oh, my God. How much you want to bet? I hate you. Uh, okay, I have them signing Teddy Bridgewater. And then 13th, they get Cody Ford. Got bookend tackles, Ford and Tunsil. Yeah, he's not going to be there. Yeah, he will. Sure. Everyone's trying to up for quarterbacks. Uh, except the Dolphins because they got Teddy. Uh, 48th, <laughs> you need some edge help because you got uh, Robert Quinn and... Um, Charles Harrison, you let Cam Wake leave. So go get Christian Miller. And uh, Brian Flores can use him as a chess piece. And then 78th, go get yourself another offensive lineman. Get Drew Samia from Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, the Menahu I like because he, he's got the inside-outside a little bit too. I think they get a fun with him. Anyways, it's a fun fit. Uh, first round, the Dolphins pick 13th. DJ says Jonah Williams as a guard. Matt Miller says Colin Farrell. And Mel Kuyper says Kyler Murray. You're starting to look a lot like Mel Kuyper. Look, I am an uncle. Uh, okay, New England Patriots who pick 32nd, 56th, 64th, 73rd, 97th, 101st. Okay, I hate this. Let's just get this over with. Um, Pound three. I, I keep talking myself into Noah Fant at 32 for the Patriots. I don't know if he's going to be there, but if he is, I think that's a fun fit. Uh, go keep putting better football players around Tom Brady as he gets older. Uh, these two are interchangeable in the second. Let's just put them together. <laughs> Dexter Lawrence, Clemson. Uh, I don't like him that much, but I think he'd be a really cool fit for the New England Patriots defense. Go get an anchor in the middle. Uh, no style. Other one, Christian Miller. Uh, you talked about him for the Dolphins. Same scheme, baby. Um, I think it would be really fun. They need help on the edge. And he can play standing up and stuff. Uh, third round, I threw him Taylor Rapp. Uh, versatile safety. That, that's okay. <laughs> Next one, I want JGR Siegel-Whiteside. Bigger dude. Replace Chris Hogan. Yeah. And the last pick, I took Michael Jackson from Miami, cornerback. Nice, nice, nice. Um, for me, 32nd, Charles Amenihu from Texas, defensive lineman. He's got the inside-out stuff that uh, the Patriots and Bill Belichick love on the defensive and, line. And Brian Flores, yeah. Uh, 56th and 64th, also kind of interchangeable. Both from Old Miss. Take uh, Get Demarcus Lodge at receiver and Dawson Knox at tight end. Okay. Uh, 73rd, Terry McLaurin, get another receiver. They have no receivers. I know. So, yeah, get McLaurin's deep threat, get Lodge's the slot and outside type. And uh, 97th, get Ronell Wren. Hey. As a uh, big nose. And uh, 101st, go get James White's future replacement in Darwin Thompson, running back from Utah State. Mine was better. 
Okay. Uh, the the <laughs> experts say 32nd. DJ says Colin Farrell. Matt Miller says Trayvon Mullen. And Mel Kuyper says Daniel Jones. Wow. DJ well, seems we'll to be better at this than others. I'll just say that. <laughs> if he's there, yeah. Yeah. Um, New York Jets pick 3rd, 68th, and 93rd. Hey, the Jets should trade out of number three unless the best player in the draft is there, and that's what I did, Quinn and Williams. See, my thing three. is, I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil this. DJ, Matt Miller, and Mel Kuyper all had Quinn and Williams go third. Yeah. So you're all of them. You're, oh, you just read their mocks, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> um, my thing is, do they need an interior defensive lineman? Not really. No, but that's what. They should trade out, but like, if Quinn is there, I can't pass on him. I get that. But like them, what are you doing? And and, and, and they're moving. They're moving to the Greg Williams is four three, and they yeah. just signed Henry Anderson back. Obviously, they have Leonard Williams, a good football player. They just drafted Nathan Shepard in the third round. Now you're having yeah. Quinn and Williams, like, and you have no edges. That's true. They need to trade out of three. They need to trade. Yeah, they out. they definitely do. But like, if they stick and pick, I still I even though I I I just don't like you have to make a move. With one of those other guys, then if you're going to take one of Williams, yeah. Uh, and who's, anyways, who you have go 68th and 93rd? Uh, they got Chuma Doga out of the tackle from USC. 68th? That's so early. Yeah, they're going to reach. They're stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> and 93rd, I uh, I don't know what the hell they're doing with the linebacker position. I got the one Bobby Okereke from Stanford. Wait, what? They have two. That makes no sense. You have to admit that. They have too many right now that they have to cut Darren Lee, who's an okay football player. I think they don't know what they're doing at the position, though. But they just That's signed my... C.J. Mosley to like the richest linebacker oh, contract, and Avery Williamson, right. who's a really good linebacker, to one last year. I forgot about C.J. Mosley signing there. All right. Uh, yeah, Ben Banigou. Oh, God. You suck. Uh, okay, I hate for the, the Jets, Jets if, I was rushed, Rob. Okay, the, the Jets should trade out of the pick if they stick and pick. I think you just got to keep protecting Sam Darnold. Go Juwan Taylor, right tackle from Florida, um, and continue to build up a nasty big O line for him, uh, and help Le'Veon Bell in the run game. Uh, and then sixty eighth, Trayvon Mullen, the corner from Clemson. Even though I'm pretty sure Matt Miller just put him in the first round. Uh, <laughs> long athletic corner to play opposite Tremaine Johnson, who you shouldn't have signed. Uh, and then ninety third. Maybe a little early, but you need an addresser, and none of the other ones that are are left. Max Crosby, my guy from Eastern Michigan. Okay, I'll I'll go Max Crosby too. Smart. Just it, for the future. Honestly, it's going to be a drop off from like, because Jalen Ferguson's probably getting overdrafted, right? Yes. Like he's he's going to end up be, even though we don't think he's in like the Winovich Collier. There was a big drop off, yeah. Miller range, like those guys are in their own range, and then like I think Jalen Ferguson's kind of alone. And then it's like yeah. Max Crosby, but that's uh, actually exactly how how I have them. Yeah. yeah. So I think, and I think the NFL is going to end up having Jalen Ferguson close, like in that Winovich Miller type of range. Mm-hmm. So like there, like Max Crosby, there's I think a world where he goes in the third round just because of edge need. Uh yeah, Banigou could do it too with the athleticism, the testing. Uh, his tape's not that great. I win the fourth round. I see. My thing with him is I see him more of like that strong side line, like that Bruce Irvin type of role. Yeah, Bruce Irvin's a solid conflict Benigo too. So I think that's what I have. No, it's a, it makes a lot of sense. Like that. Like I think that's the be- you're getting the most out of him in that role. Yeah, Bruce Irvin written down. Like yeah, like I, I would like him probably three four. Like after know. Crosby, I have Joe Jackson, your guy. Yeah. Joe like Jackson's like there for me. Anthony Nelson, you know, O'Shea. Yeah, Simmons. I don't hate it. I don't hate Anthony Nelson. He's weird. He's so freaking big, but he's also much more athletic than you thought. He's really powerful. Yeah. I'm just not sure what to do with him. I think he can be a, a base end for someone. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't take him in the third tech. round though. No, I'm in the fourth round. Uh, see, I, I do I, like him though. I, I think yeah, you, like you're gonna say five tech, right? Yeah, he's like if Zach Allen was athletic, could be Anthony Nelson. Zach Allen is athletic, though. That's the thing. As an interior defensive lineman. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I think after, like, Banigou, there's another big drop-off. See, like, yeah, that's... Those those are my group. Banigou, Jackson, Crosby, Nelson, Zeminis. Yeah. I don't like Zeminis very much, though. He is way overrated. Yeah, he is. You know who else? I don't know why anyone likes Wyatt Ray. Oh, Wyatt Ray is not even draftable on my board. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, that was like weird. Him. There was like a week there where he had three sacks, and you watched the tape, and it's like they weren't like him winning sacks. No, uh, he's not very good. Also, I have, Anyways. I have uh, Justin Hollins over Jalen Jelks. Uh, yeah, he Justin Hollins is better. Yeah, that's remember when Jalen Jelks was the first round pick before the year. <laughs> So. Hollins, Hollins might be the Bruce role too. I yeah, I, I think like uh, my conference were Kivius Mingo. <laughs> there you go. Like, <laughs> uh, the same role. The, at Literally. least uh, like Jelks isn't even athletic. At least with Hollins, you've got this athletic guy who yeah you can do a couple things with. Versus Jelks yeah. is just like yeah, just tall. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's tall and he kind of looks like DeForest Buckner in the jersey. So people thought he's good. All right, that, can that's I can I explain my linebacker pick quickly? What? Can I explain my linebacker pick quickly? Yeah, sure. Because uh, I look at the Wikipedia <laughs> rosters, just and I was running out of time, and they don't have Mosley as a signing yet. So oh, so it's Wikipedia's up. fault. And that's yeah, why we don't pay them to do what they do. Yeah, like they have Le'Veon Bell there already, but not C.J. Mosley. Okay, yes. thanks, Wiki. Sick. Uh, that, that's going to do it for us at 7 Rounds to Heaven. You can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. Uh, you can follow Armchair at ACL Americans and at Armchair NFL. You can go to armchairallamericans.com. My post NFL Combine big board and top 20 position rankings should be out any uh, any moment now. Wow. So thanks for listening. And AJ, any last words? Yeah, get off the mount. I almost said the F word. <laughs> <laughs>